welcome to a special mini episode of Three Out of Three Falls, a wrestling podcast where normally your two hosts would discuss three wrestling matches, one picked by each of your hosts, and one picked by our random match generator. This time around, we're switching it up a little with a quick mini episode where we want to talk about our top five current wrestlers. My name's Joe. My name's Jason. Now we have names. We... For years and years, probably, this is obviously a unique thing nobody else does, but we've talked about who our top five all-time and top five current wrestlers are. <laughs> no, it's definitely a thing all sorts of people do. But it's um, fun and, and kind of difficult sometimes to come up with a list, narrow them down, you know, and uh, hold to it. Well, you have to think critically sometimes. I like thinking from my heart, you know. I feel like it was a lot easier four, three, four years ago maybe just where we were in terms of wrestling fandom to just riff off your top five real quick. I did that though. You're the one with the spreadsheet. <laughs> I did. I, I made a spreadsheet. I, I thought I was, I was like, who was going to be on this? I can only, I only had two or three, right? One of the three is not, <laughs> maybe not even on this list. I was like, I'll go refresh myself by looking at the roster and holy shit. I made a short list of 24 people. <laughs> so that was a uh, tough. I had a little, I was doing math. I, there was no math. Uh, it was just a lot of columns in a spreadsheet. You were just counting to five. Yeah, well, 24. Um, <laughs> and trying to do some su- subtraction. Okay, so how we're going to do this is we're each going to say one person and talk about them. But first, before we do that, go to tootf.tumblr.com. Uh, check out the previous episodes. We'll probably have something special for this episode. Uh, this mini episode, maybe a graphic, maybe some, I don't know. My spreadsheet. Your spreadsheet, a screenshot <laughs> of your spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, you know. Clips. Check it out. Clips, clips of well, all there, there of our favorites. There will probably be clips of all the favorites. But uh, if you haven't been there before, please check it out. If you are, re- are a returning uh, listener, uh, we love you a lot. We might not know. We thank you for listening. I'm not going to say I fucking love you. <laughs> Being at my enemy. <laughs> be a person well, I barely know. Well, regardless, we appreciate Don't know uh, the, the listenership. Yeah, we appreciate you listening. And um, oh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and stuff. Podomatic. You know what I'm going to do? Podomatic, yeah. Jason, I'm going to get us on Stitcher. What the fuck is Stitcher. It's a thing people use to listen to podcasts, apparently. When we awesome. when we made this, I was like, oh, I'll do that part later. I didn't do it yet. I'll do it soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and we'll be back next week with another full episode oh, of with a Three Out of Three Falls, where we talk oh, yeah. about three matches. Okay. Um, there was one other thing we wanted to note before this. Um, we Neither of us know who the other's top five are. We're going to this blind as to the blind. other person's yeah picks. yeah fucking blind because that'll be the most fun but we had a brief chat before about someone who was maybe so or on the cusp of both of our lists and we decided you know let's leave them off our lists um and just shout them out kind of before we dive into the lists because he's the best professional wrestler in the world yeah right and that man and that man is aj styles He's not on either of our top five lists. He is number six. Because well, if we put him in the top five, he would overshadow 
everyone because he is the fucking best professional wrestler in the world right now. Well, let me let me a couple caveats. One is someone will say a New Japan guy is better. Could be the case. I don't watch New Japan and I don't know what's going on in Japan really. I hear a little bit about stuff. But AJ's house is definitely up there. Um AJ Styles is way better on the mic than we all thought he would be when he first started at in WWE. And above and beyond that, he's just been he's a delight to watch whenever he wrestles. Yeah. He could be wrestling anyone, I'll be like I, I want to watch that match. It's fun. Yeah, totally. It's great. It's it's amazing how consistent he is. Um he almost doesn't belong on any of these lists because he so far outshadows anyone and how um he moves in the ring. It's crazy. Mm. But now that we've talked about AJ Styles, we can uh, start really having fun, right? Yeah, exactly. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first, Joe? Because I'm still undecided on one of my picks, I want you to go first. (laughs) (laughs) And then my undecided pick I'll make at the very end. It'll be a total game time decision, like really in the middle of the game. Excellent. So even though these are supposed to be in not in particular order, no particular order, I actually put mine in order. Are you going to do because yours in order right now? I think I think I'm going to do it in order. That's pretty cool. So, I'll start with my number 5 pick. Okay. Kevin Owens. Oh wow, cool. Why is uh you go for it? Do your spiel. I think that he's maybe the most consistent heel that they have on the roster right now. He's hilarious. He's fucking both out of shape and in perfect shape at the exact same time. His move set is fucking ridiculous and amazing. He can sell really well. He's great on the mic. Uh, he's charismatic as hell. And he's really entertaining to watch. That's like the very small version of why I enjoy his work so much. Also, he's fucking Canadian. They have some mm-hmm. fucking. There's something in the water in Canada that just breeds excellent wrestlers. Like the Mountie. <laughs> well, dude, fucking Jacques <laughs> Rougeau was actually a good wrestler. He trained and, Kevin Owens. Yeah. But not he, in a good Owens. way. <laughs> no, so I swear. Part... It, listen to Kevin Owens talk about going to Jacques Rougeau's training. What happened? He just trains everyone to wrestle the way he wants, and it doesn't prepare you for wrestling anywhere else. Oh, no. Um, so it's like. Not necessarily bad training, it's just different training. Anyway, sure. some question. Did you see? Have you seen Kevin Owens? Like, I just watched a clip of him on SmackDown fighting Chad Gable, um, this past SmackDown, and uh, he's looking pretty svelte. He's looking pretty. Uh, Is he really? He's he he still has the same shape. It's just he looks less. Also, something like his hair cut or, or facial hair maybe got he trimmed. Looks, but... He looks less like a chubby bully. Yeah, he looks like he's done a little bit, not a shitload. Yeah. It's not a huge difference, like cardio-wise or lifting-wise, but he looks like a little so- more solid, you know? A little more solid okay. than Doughy, right? Yeah. And I don't say Doughy I... in a bad way. Again, his look from his ring gear to his the shape he's in complements his character and makes you completely awestruck when you see the moves he does. So I don't think he's out of shape or that he's in bad shape for yeah. for a wrestler, you know? I think he's great. No. I think I remember whenever Jim Cornette was 
kind of helping to run Ring of Honor, he always said, you know, to Kevin Owens, he's like, when the fuck are you going to get into shape? Like, when are you going to get into shape? Like, you look like shit. You, you're a great wrestler, but you could be even greater if you fucking, like, worked out a little bit. So I think that Just I don't imagine. think that really applies. I don't think that really applies because I think that all, most of his character and most of his persona is just based around the fucking way that he looks just makes him a stronger personality. And the fact yeah. that he's an excellent athlete, athlete um, just helps push it over the edge. We have so many guys who are in better shape than Kevin Owens, like yeah. the stereotypical Jack dude. Also, looking at Kevin Owens, if he were like in Dolph Ziggler shape or something, I don't think I'd like him any more than I like him now. You know what I mean? Like I might like yeah, him less. Yeah, he'd yeah, yeah. No, totally. Weird and just like a reg- he'd look like a some jobber. You know what I mean? Like some re- Jack jobber guy. Yeah. I also think like just watching that Chad Gable clip from this past SmackDown, every movement he he's so confident on the mic, every movement he makes, Gable's throwing him around and he's like, Ooh, and he like rolls out of the ring as fast as he can and he's pissed off. I don't know. He just embodies his character so much. That's going to be a theme tonight, I feel like, when we talk yeah. about people we like. Most of them are people who embody a character that is, you know, to some degree, more or less... It has something to do with them. Some people are acting more, I feel like, than others. But, man, sure, uh, he's a pro at it. He is. Also, I just look at the sheer amount of belts that he's held. Oh, yeah. And the amount of time that he's been on, just associated with the WWE, both in, both in NXT and on a main roster. He's held a shitload of belts. NXT Championship, Intercontinental, U.S., Universal? Yes. Did he and Jericho hold a tag belt? They did not. New okay. Day's never-ending run. Oh, shit. That's right. But still, even... I mean, that's a shitload of belts. Yeah. For basically two and a half years? Something like that. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if within the next year he holds the WWE. Yeah, totally. In fact, I so hope that's, he does. Yeah, I hope he does too. So that's 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 why Kevin Owens is on my list. All right. You know, he's he's awesome. Joe, your number five pick. Mine are in no particular order. Um, I'm going to start off with someone that listeners of our podcast might be able to guess, and I think you might be able to guess too. Oh, Lord. Neville. Ah! Yeah. I've picked multiple Neville matches for this podcast. Yeah. And what gets to me sometimes, in terms of like keeping up with pay-per-views, right, um, and thinking back about some of my favorite matches from the past like five years mm. it's it's hard not to pick more Neville matches for this especially when the Neville match is the highlight of every Raw brand pay-per-view oh yeah totally. I'm not even watching 205 Live everyone has a Neville match on it I'm pretty sure and <laughs> I'm just like shit that's just what it's um, it's gonna be too much like all of the last four or five we were psyched for him versus Swan at Rumble. I feel like since then he's fought yeah. um, Aries three times and before that Jack Gallagher, and every time it's the best. Neville is he's got this amazing look. He's Jack. Yeah. He's not tall, but who gives a shit? He looks evil the way he carries himself in the ring. He does a lot of um, very different character from Kevin Owens, 
but he does a, he has a lot of the same he totally inhabits his person his disdain for the crowd is amazing he oh, yeah. uh, the crowd wanted to be dead in his last Aries match and he could get them riled up you know um, yeah I, I just feel like he's on top of his game and he's been on top of his game for six months and God, I just want him to like I said before Neville versus Lesnar give me oh, Neville dude. versus all I don't care how big or how small or whatever his opponents are you can put Neville up against anyone and I'll buy that he is going to win or has a chance of winning or could even be the dominant force he's just oh, so totally. good he's such a good wrestler he's such a good character now that was the thing he was yeah. missing as a baby yeah. face and now he's yeah. got it and it's badass um, yeah that's why I chose Neville that's awesome you were, uh, I think, going to give us your number four here, Jason. Number four uh, is someone that if you had asked me a year ago who my top five wrestlers oh, were, it would this person would not even fucking be anywhere close. However, this person has completely changed in my eyes, and that is The Miz. The Miz, yeah, that's great. Yeah, fuck, man, because I remember when he originally came in. That's the thing that always made me hate him was his original run and the just uh, shitty, like, push to the stars that he got as a heel who could go on late-night talk shows and do his shtick. Like, his matches sucked. They were mainly against either John Cena or Randy Orton, or, like, Edge, or someone, like, it was just, you know, it was back in the day whenever it was, the the roster was both way too large, but also way too limited. Mm-hmm. Like, the real options to have main event, you know, high-profile matches, those opportunities were few and far between. Um, that was, like, the doldrums of the constant Orton-Cena main events. So, for him to go from that into maybe my favorite one of my favorite heels of all time yeah is staggering to me and mainly it's from the talking smack yeah, segments that he did on talking smack he's but been great on talking smack he's also been great just and i think we've talked about him before and how his greatness goes back further than the brand split but he has oh yeah no totally it, totally primarily been killing it in the brand split yeah, no, he has. He has. And again, that's he's a wrestler who benefits from a brand split situation. Mm-hmm. It allows him to move a little bit higher up, uh, even though he's always been a solid mid-carder. He's, and he's always had something going on. He's always had some sort of storyline going on. But the brand split really benefits wrestlers like The Miz, I feel like. Yeah, it gives him room to breathe and more time on TV. Yeah, totally, totally. And more also writing. his Yeah. And also his ring work has been great for a while, but has really I mean he's been consistent for fucking like four years. Yeah. At least. But his I think the the Daniel Bryan feud and now he apes the Daniel Bryan moves and um he's just been putting together smart matches with smart people and uh yeah. The whole Dolph Ziggler feud. I mean, people are already back to... Fuck, they were back to shitting on Dolph Ziggler in January or whatever. But 
Yeah. Um, and they were shitting on Dolph Ziggler versus Dean Ambrose at SummerSlam. But there were four months where Dolph Ziggler was like, because of The Miz, the hottest baby face in the company. Like, I yeah, was totally. more, I wanted, there were two back-to-back Miz-Ziggler pay-per-view matches mm. in the fall that were both amazing. And the mo- the match I wanted to see on both those cards. Cool. And that I wanted to see more than any of the other match. In fact, if we were doing this back then, I would have put the Miz on my list. Yeah. Or is he That's on my list? No, I'm kidding. He's not. Oh, um, he he. <laughs> <laughs> he's he is. So great, yeah. Though. So yeah. So that's that's my spiel for the Miz at number four. Joe, who is your number four pick? Okay, I'm gonna go with someone else that we've talked about on this podcast. Oh shit. Okay. Because I feel like those would be the easiest ones to guess, and the later ones would be more of a surprise. Sure. Joe's number four, not in any particular order, pick is Andrade Cien Almas. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Elaborate, my man. Andrade Cien Almas comes into NXT. Huge international signing. Yeah. Comes totally. out as a baby face who's handsome, has a silly hat and some silly suspenders, and some <laughs> silly tights. Sure. Wrestled some pretty good matches. Underwhelming finisher of the running double knee um, to the guy's shoulders. But you're supposed to imagine it's his head or something? I don't know. And doesn't catch on in NXT. I thought that... I mean, Finn Balor, I see why. Obviously, he's going to catch on. But they're not that different in terms of charisma. I mean, if CN painted himself like a demon, boom, he'd be Balor. Um. I think Cien's a better wrestler. And yeah. uh, Itami was before, you know, it, Itami and Balor came in. Itami really didn't do it for me. I don't know. I just had, I was like, oh, they can make anyone work. And then Cien didn't work, right? Yeah. And he actually wasn't really one of my favorites then. But then when they decided to, like, tw- tweak him, uh, who did he turn on? Was it Dillinger or something? He turns on somebody. Uh, no way, Jose. I don't, I don't know. I forget. Yeah, I don't um, remember. All I it was whoever he turned on, and the the storyline was supposed to be you know building for him versus so and so. I don't even remember so and so because Cien was so good. <laughs> he turns heel in this match. It's fantastic. He starts being this kind of dastardly villain slash bully slash cocky playboy guy. And now they're working his character into, even though he has been the sort of enhancement talent to the stars at multiple takeovers. Yeah. He's coming out of that better off than he, when he went into those matches. It's crazy. And they're developing yeah. this character for him where he like is like, he gets mad. And then if he loses, he's just like, yeah, fuck it. I'll go party with some babes, you know? <laughs> um, but his matches have been great. His the match with Roddy Strong two takeovers ago, I think. Was yeah. Amazing. Maybe three takeovers ago. And I don't know. He's just been, we watched that match with him and Oni Lorcan. Awesome. Oh yeah. And, uh, very good. We've talked about him enough. We also talked about him on the, the WrestleMania pre-show, right? Oh, the, th- the three hour WrestleMania pre-show. Yeah, so episode? I'm going to, I'm going to leave it there, but, um, unless you have any <laughs> questions for me, almost is the shit. No, nah, man. No, nah, man. You wait. laid it out. You laid it out, man. Crystal clear. I can't wait for, to see what he does in NXT. I can't wait to see what he does when he gets called up. 
I think that yeah. guy is money. And another thing is, I fucking hate when people talk about, oh, WWE trying to bring in a Latin star. Because I, it makes sense. But it seems like they're just slotting guys into a, oh, we need a Latin star. Let's find one. Yeah, they're done, fine. You know, let's get our token. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stere- which, stereotypical role. Which bums yeah. me out. But Rey Mysterio made them a lot of money. Eddie Guerrero. Fuck yeah, he did. Eddie Guerrero beforehand. made them a shitload of money. So Eddie Guerrero makes them a shitload of money. Then Rey Mysterio. Quasi juice, not so much. No, but quasi juice. I don't understand why he didn't make him more money. But um, Rey Mysterio makes them a bunch more, a bunch more money. Yeah. They they think Sin Cara is gonna make them a bunch of money. Doesn't. They think Alberto Del Rio is going to make up a bunch of money. Makes some okay money, but not as much as they wanted, right? Sure, yeah. And we keep hearing this, oh, they they want to bring this guy in for because he's, you know, Hispanic, blah, 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 blah. Cien's got it, man. I hope they bring, I, I hope that guy gives them, makes them all the money in the world. Put a mask back yeah. on him and make him sell a bunch of masks too. Like, take sure. the mask off and have him be a villain again. I don't know. I feel like he's... I'm a big Alberto Del Rio fan. I like watching CN wrestle more, usually. Yeah. Alberto yeah. Del Rio is pretty fucking great, though. I like him as a heel. I feel like CN is on more consistently than Del Rio, right? Yeah, totally, totally. I don't know. I just, for, for the first time, like, that whole kind of, like, cynical tokenism doesn't depress me as much as it usually does. I'm like, oh, Got cool, it. I like this guy. Yeah, Give, shoot him, you know, rock him to the moon. I don't care if you're... Uh, duh, you're just trying to make money, but he's so, so good. Give him everything, you know? <laughs> anyway, Jason's number three. Let's do that. My number three pick is Neville. It's the previously mentioned Neville. Neville. holy shit. Good yeah. pick. Hey, Jason, yeah. good pick. Thank you. Thank you. Great minds think alike. Why'd you pick Neville? <laughs> well shit we already talked about it i mean does he's fucking agile he's fucking like his charisma is off I the charts uh his fucking his absurd facial hair yeah it's great yeah he looks it like just a... makes him look even shittier yeah like he, a shitty heel he kind of looks like a i've heard people say elf and people say, say troll he does look like um like a a villain from like a fantasy novel or something. An elfin troll? Yeah, or like a corrupted evil elf. Or like an orcish something or the other. I don't know. It looks like he was going to rip your fucking head off. He's badass. Yeah, fuck yeah. He does. He does. And also, I like how the it's been the same since the beginning of wrestling time. If you were a clean-shaven baby face, <laughs> you add some sort of goatee-esque hey, baby face. hair. Says it you're all. Ref- you're a fucking heel. You become, so, you get grown man face. Not as, yeah, you, not as likable. Not as likable. Um, so yeah. So Neville is my number three. Who's your number three, Joe? Shit, I got to do one already. Okay. Yeah, man. Again, no particular order. I'm just reading down this list now. Braun Strowman. <laughs> Shit, I fucking knew he was gonna show up. At I'm some super point. happy right now that I just said Braun Strowman. All right. Here's Give why. It to me. Okay. Why? Why? He is the coolest person in the world, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he is gigantic. He it's destroys people. I feel yeah. like a few months ago we talked about him and I said, just give him all the belts. I don't care. Like, people, and when I say people, I mean people like us, wrestling fans who read shit on the internet and fucking we have a podcast. 
people who uh, are the smart fans, the smart marks, right? Whatever, are sure. always bitching about. Oh, they bring in a new monster guy and give shoot him to the moon and give him all this stuff and he doesn't deserve it. He's not that good of a wrestler. Blah blah blah. He's green in the ring. Braun Strowman's promos get better and better. He's got a great voice. They do. He screams. He they yells do, and it's hilarious. He's not bad in the ring. In fact, I'm gonna say he's pretty darn great in the ring, and he gets better and better every match. He's he's getting a lot better. I remember seeing his debut. That debut vignette, whenever the, they, oh. whenever uh, the Wyatt the family Wyatt, attacked yeah. Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. and that was a bit rough. He gets but it, but he fucking gets it now, and I'm fucking stoked. So his stuff with Roman stoked. Reigns from you know two three months ago post WrestleMania is some of the best stuff that they've had in post WrestleMania. In fact, it oh, yeah. I would say that ambulance thing. Oh, dude, tipping over the ambulance, dude. That whole backstage segment where he beats the shit out of Roman Reigns saved WWE viewership for like a month. (laughs) Yeah. Because, let's face it, things have not been firing on all cylinders since WrestleMania. That's Mm. one thing that exceeded above and beyond all expectations. Yeah, no, totally. It did. It actually did. And he started being great before that. He he uh, lost clean to Roman Reigns at Fastlane. It bummed me out. But he's another guy who, yeah, I hate to see Reigns get the upper hand on him, you know, just because he's so awesome and so huge. Yeah. But I also don't mind seeing him and Roman Reigns wrestle. Like, that's a match that I think is – I don't dislike Roman Reigns, but there's something about him that bores me a little in a lot of matchups. A- him yeah. versus AJ never bored me. It was badass. And yeah. everyone was like, well, AJ carries him. He's the best wrestler in the world, blah, blah, blah. Fucking Reigns versus Strowman. I watched that match a hundred times. Maybe not a hundred. I don't want to watch any match a hundred <laughs> times. But I would watch that match over and over, man. He they, he just brings out something in Reigns that... Uh, and I feel like Reigns leads him and teaches him stuff every time they're in the ring. They both look like a million bucks. But yeah, Strowman, he's back now. I'm psyched. I want to see yeah. him roar and beat the shit out of people. He's the coolest. Oh, yeah. Give him Dude, all the belts. Awesome. He's just like... I would not mind if he single-handedly held the tag team belts. Just do something <laughs> shitty and absurd like that so people go, well, they're really shitting on the tag team division. They're burying their tag teams. Who cares? Braun Strowman is so cool. Give him everything. <laughs> okay. Your number two pick. Number two pick is... Samoa Joe. Yeah! All right, good pick. He was on my, uh, most of these guys are on my short, incredibly long list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing with Samoa Joe for me is, again, seeing the transition. Like in The Miz, seeing the transition was like in a different way. Samoa Joe, I mean, I watched him in, fuck, I saw his work in ROH before he even came to TNA. And then finally coming to... WWE. He's not a young guy, but the fact that he's had a consistent career for as long as he has, and he's finally made it to the number one pr- promotion in the world. Mm-hmm. That means a lot to me as a, as someone who's followed him and really, really loved his character throughout the years. Whenever he was originally brought into TNA, it was like he was this undefeated monster. Like, he just beat the shit out of everyone. He would, like, 
do quasi like MMA hard style stuff. Mm. He would make people bleed and then he'd wipe the blood on his chest. <laughs> like it was fucking ridiculous. Like he was undefeated for something like 18 months. Like it was, they went hard with him. Had a bunch of great matches with AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels and yeah. Kurt and Kurt Angle whenever he came into TNA yeah. specifically. He wanted to work a program with Mojo. Oh, that's awesome. I think that speaks volumes as to what kind, what caliber of wrestler that he is. And then finally for him to come into the WWE ecosystem is great. I'm really excited for Smojo versus Lesnar. It's like a fucking wet yes. it's like a fucking wet dream match for me. Um Not only that, but the build is badass so far. It's yeah. it's it it has it's not the same feeling that Strowman Reigns was building on Raw, but um <laughs> It's so cool. Like it's an it's similarly I feel like people are excited about it. They're excited about yeah. the prospects and then the promos that they've cut, the interaction between them, between him and Heyman and then him and Lesnar. It's been so good. Yeah. It's, it's they're on fire. He's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm stoked. This is just that that build is just another example of why he's number two. He's I why why he's in my top five current wrestlers. He's fucking awesome. Joe, my, what's your number two? My number two, again, not in any particular order. So I made a, a very large list, 24 people. I looked through the roster. I was narrowing it down. Yeah. And on that list of 24 was The New Day. Mm. And The New Day are great. Yeah. They've been great for a long time. They sure. were in my top five pretty quickly, right when they started to kind of like show off heelish tendencies around that oh yeah dude. after their debut before they oh, even yeah. got a much mic time um yeah because i liked all those guys before and i oh, yeah, totally. was psyched when they came out as the new day originally those promos with the gospel singers and they were supposed to be baby faces i wanted to be into that too the aborted start beforehand when xavier woods approached them and they were everyone was like oh is this a new nation or whatever yeah so I've wanted those guys to succeed from the start. Then they had that amazing heel run that was just awesome. Then I still like them as faces, whatever. But I thought sure. they're doing good work on SmackDown now. They just had a great match at Money in the Bank against the Usos. I'm excited to yeah, see totally. where that feud goes. But they aren't really exciting me. They've been so consistent. They I crossed them off the first round, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... As I was deliberating, with I had like 10, you know, I kept narrowing it down. I was down to like 10. I was walking around today at work, and all of a sudden I was just like, you know what, fuck it. There's someone, there's a wrestler who not only do I want them to be a world champion, not only do I, am I curious to see where they go with this wrestler and think that they should be pushed to the moon, but every time they're on the screen, I'm like, that person's awesome. You know what I mean? Just so yeah. entertaining and very good. And so, you know, um, flub in the Money in the Bank match aside, Big E is my pick. Not the New Day. Oh, fuck. Singular yeah. Big E. Dude. I love all Big of the New Day. Big E's the shit. I love all of the New Day, but Big E. Um, uh, Big E's the best one. I love the most. His, his, I mean, Xavier Woods is awesome. People... I think get most behind Kofi and Kofi is, I think a genius in the ring, right? I think Kofi is super underrated. Um, yeah. I was saying that I don't think 
a guy's size matters when I was saying that Neville should be fighting Lesnar. Um, sure. I don't see how a guy as skinny as Kofi fights Lesnar. True. Um, but again, I would love to see that storyline and I would be ready to willing to buy in, right? <laughs> but when I see Big E, he's enormous, first of all. He's not super tall, but he does need to be, right? He's yeah. humongous yeah. and super strong. But ever since the New Day started getting some mic time, he's so good on the mic. What was he doing on the mic before then? And he's so animated. He just cracks me up whenever he's out there. Like, I feel like Xavier Woods cracks me up because he'll do his hair silly and he'll, you know, he plays the trombone and he's, it seems like the brains behind the bit, you know, like, and yeah, Kofi, yeah. uh, Kofi also is clever in like a really smart way too, you know, but sure. big E his facial expressions are just the funniest thing ever. Like there's like an instinctual <laughs> goofiness and slapstickness to big E on top of his, you know, super powerhouse. I don't know. He can do both those things. I want him to win the world championship. And then I want the new day to do Freebird rules, but with the, with a singles title, <laughs> I don't know why they haven't done that yet. I think it'd be great. Um, or uh, give hey, man. one of them the, Give two of them the, you know, ha give them three belts, basically. Give them the tags and one of the, and the U.S. belt. Give me Owens versus yeah. Big E for the U.S. in a, in a, in a really long, awesome feud. Um, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Big E is just awesome. Every time, I was like, man, every time that guy shows up on the screen, I crack up. And I want to see him d destroy people, <laughs> you know? So, and that's, yeah. that's, that's as good as you can get in pro wrestling, I think. Well, for me, he's always been awesome. And I, you actually, posed an interesting question of what exactly was was he even doing on the mic pre new day fucking his character was like he was a power lifter you know he would clap his hands he had like the yeah. power lifting dust on it on him he was you a know, bodyguard was, for Dolph was, and AJ yeah I mean he was put in hoss battles you know and he would always do that insane spear through the ropes oh man his uh, big splash and his big apron splash. See, here he's yeah. a guy who makes me like the big splash. We talked about yeah. this in a previous episode. You did, because you said that he's like... That? My least favorite yeah. move, and I like... And not only... I don't just begrudgingly accept that he does it. I think it's awesome when he does it. That blows my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're down to two picks left. We are. Drum roll. You're going to hate my last pick, by the way. I, I'm still <laughs> trying to decide who it is, and... I'm thinking you're really going to hate it. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. Drum roll for Jason's number one pick. I'm not even going to do a drum noise. You don't have to. Okay. Um, number one pick is The Revival. The Revival. I fucking... Here's the reason why. Jason, I knew you would pick these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I knew so much, so strongly that I did not pick them. Yeah. But I agree with you. They are the best. They are totally amazing. I fucking love tag team wrestling and I love the revival style of tag team wrestling. Like they're the most, I've said it once before on this podcast. They're the most Tully, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson esque tag team that I've ever seen. And it fills me with so much joy besides Tully and Arn. Yeah. 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 I I'm mean, going to one up you on that. What do you I got? I think, they are very reminiscent of Tully and Iron, but I'm not going to say they go above and beyond. I'm going to say they kind of shoot out in their own direction from there. They add. Oh, no. 
They do. They take they take that as the basis, and then they expand upon it. Modernize and it. Modernize it, and it's fucking awesome. It's the best of both worlds. Also, they just look like shitty heels. Oh, yeah. Like they're they're fucking incredible. I want them to just win everything. I want them to fucking win everything because they make me want to watch wrestling again. Yeah. It I agree. Like, they're fucking they're fucking incredible. I can't wait until they fucking just start to like rack up some wins now that they're back. I'm I'm excited to see where they go. I think they'll be raw tag champs in I don't know, two, three months. And you've got Scott Dawson. He's so good on the mic. He cracks me up every time he talks. Yeah. No, he's he's fucking awesome. He's hilarious. He gets the story across. They're so good. They're the best tag team wrestlers. Well, let me dial that back. I feel like it's easier for heels to be to for bad guys to be good tag team wrestlers. See, because here's they here, don't they yes. don't get to just team up in doing moves. They yeah. get to be dastardly. They get to team up in doing distractions. They get to team up in other ways of cheating. They get to team up in crazy ways that viciously hurt people, right? Good guys can team yeah. up and do a cool tandem move, but yeah. you're never going to see a good guy like distract the ref or like, you know, run around in a circle and take out another guy's leg or something. You know what I mean? Like I I feel like you get a lot more leeway. There's a lot more options for villains to really explore how ways in which to make tag team wrestling exciting. Yeah, no, totally. And they do. I they think, like mind the fucking depths of that. They're they brilliant do. in the ring. They do. I can't wait until prior to their heel turn. I thought that an Usos revival match yeah. would actually be pretty fucking awesome. But now because the, the revival are badass too. Yeah, but I, I just looking at the the revival's so great That's the most because there are both nineteen eighty nine match that could have happened on the roster. Face paint Usos exactly. versus the rival. That's why you love it. Yes. That's hilarious. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. It reminds <laughs> me of the Brain Busters versus the fucking Rockers or Your some shit. Your face when I said that. You were just like, he gets it. It was hilarious. You were like, Yep, yep. Man, it like a light bulb went up over my head. I was like, I understand now. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Because it's it's they take the past and they make it modern and they make it relevant and they do it in such a, s- a seamless way where it's not boring. It's not boring to a modern crowd. The yeah. revivals get big shit in their future, I think, though. Yeah, I hope so. Joe, what's your shit. number one? Did you want to guess? Do you want to guess somebody? Because you're going to be wrong. <laughs> I fucking know. Go? All right. Oh, Go man. For- I feel like I should have just went with Breezango. Okay. I'm going to say the last pick. Again, not my number one. This is in no particular order. Mr. Money in the Bank, Baron Corbin. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking knew it. You knew it? You thought that was up there? Yeah, I was either going to say it was going to be Bo Dallas or it was going to be Baron Corbin. Oh, man. Yeah, so there are other people who I like, but they aren't doing anything right now. Yeah. Um, Baron Corbin's fucking... Money, Mr. Money in the Bank, man. Uh, I mean, it's it's fucking serious. Baron Corbin is the person in that match who most needed that win, I think, and can do the most with that win. It's going to do the most for him. I think people have been sleeping on Baron Corbin for so long. He came out, he, like, Goldberg-esque beat up some jobbers, right? 
in NXT. Yeah. yeah. He um, was a big man that everyone thought wasn't as good of a wrestler as he should be. He's kind of awkwardly balding. He's got the smile tummy. Who cares, man? That guy's yeah. great. He came into his own. It took me, I think it was actually his Apollo Crews feud, but it took me till his Austin Aries match like a year and a half ago to gotcha. really figure it out, see that he had figured it out. And since then, I like, I think it's fun to watch that guy wrestle. Hmm. I liked, he had a good chairs match with Kalisto. He That's did. That's a match I his... might pick in the future. <laughs> and his uh his feud with Ambrose was not bad really his, yeah no I liked his I mean the Wrestlemania match was kind of shortened and a bummer got thrown on the right end of the pre-show but yeah. um leading up to it I that I like that you know he gets mad and and gets angry and he can beat the shit out of guys he's a big dude the end of days is cool but the deep six man what a cool move. He's got cool power moves. I buy him in the ring. I like that he's weirdly balding and has a a, a frown tummy. You know? Like, I think yeah. that those uh, make people want to boo him. But he still looks cool. I also like that he rocks out to his theme music sometimes. <laughs> he's coming down and he kind of has a little bounce. You can tell he's just like, man, I fucking have a decent theme song. And I just like rock and roll it. music, you know? He's yeah, feeling he's it. Feeling um, it. Yeah, he's got a baby face. Yeah, he's a, he's still kind of green, but fuck it, you know. Everyone was green at one point. A lot it's of our true. favorite wrestlers probably were green when they started getting their pushes. You know what I mean? Uh. Back in the 80s and 90s. Who fucking I mean, we weren't bitching about that then. We were 7. It was awesome. <laughs> so I Baron Corbin is just a person who it's like if you said next pay-per-view Baron Corbin will be fighting in a one-on-one match and you just took anyone pretty much except for Dolph Ziggler because they've already fought 80 times. Sure. Any singles, male singles competitor in the mid or upper card on SmackDown. I'd be like, cool. I want to see it. Write that story. <laughs> that match will be cool. You know, yeah. you can't make say it, that make about it, everybody. Make it a reality. You can't say that about everybody. You can't say like, I mean, obviously AJ Styles, anybody, you know, but not sure. everyone... I don't want to see Dolph Ziggler. There's certain people I think would be cool to see him have a feud with, but not, you know, everyone. I yeah. Don't know. Um, there's something to it, and I think him having the money in the briefcase is exciting. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's awesome. The possibilities are endless for something like yeah. that. I think it's I think it's fun. You know, I'm excited, to one, see, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. One more quick note. I know you got to go. I'm going to shoehorn this. I'm going to squeeze this one in here, though. That's fine. Go for it. People like to complain about wrestlers like Baron Corbin. They're new. They're called up a little early. You know, maybe they were a, a limp, uh, uh, someone, something besides an indie wrestler before they came to WWE. Sure. Um, they're tall. I don't know. People like to complain. Just fucking like them. Like, look at the upside of this guy. Yeah. And roll with it, you know? He's yeah. been in the main or he's been on the main roster for a year and a half he hasn't held any belts yeah right he didn't win the royal rumble immediately true he's not getting shoved down your throat in fact this is the ideal style of push for one of these big guys coming out the of ideal scenario metal, yeah is that they have a big win off the bat and they're put into some feuds in some scenarios some like multi-man title matches or 
number one contender matches, and they get to yeah. look pretty good. But you know, like he's not clean pinning AJ Styles or anything. You know. Yeah. Or yeah. The champ. No, totally. Totally. Um, Baron Corbin's an example of WWE doing exactly what they should be doing yeah. with a guy in his position. And people still bitch about it. And it's like, I like all these other people on the roster too. But you need new people. And you need to, uh, if they're going to bring, they got to bring in new people. And it's fun to see them do it the right way. So relax. Enjoy <laughs> the ride. Is what I yeah, say. Yeah, fuck yeah. Just enjoy the fucking ride, Like dude. as much as you can. There's plenty I don't like. But I think what they're doing with Corbin uh, and that guy himself uh, is, is pretty pretty damn cool. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's to, awesome. To the top fives. To the top fives, everyone. We will be back in one week for a non-mini episode. Episode, is it 15? Episode. 15 full episodes. 15 full fucking episodes. That's a lot, that's a lot for us. 15 yeah. episodes ago, we hadn't done an episode. That's right. We hadn't now... even done one. <laughs> now we're almost at 15. That's a shitload <laughs> compared to zero. It is a shitload compared to zero, but we'll be back on Monday. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, You know what? Go to the Tumblr. Ask us questions, but you can use that to make fun of our picks. Tell us your own top fives and shit. That would be pretty yeah, neat. Yeah, dude. Tell, tell us our Tell play. us tell, uh, your top five. Tell you us your know, top five. Or tell top... us your all-time top fives. Tell us uh, how badly Shit, my picks suck. That would be fun. Now, we should do an all-time top five. Oh, man. It's so hard. Think about that spreadsheet. Okay, I'll just pick off the cuff. You want to <laughs> do it right now? No, no, no. Later no, on. no, no. Another no. mini episode. Another mini episode. Yeah. It's done. Okay, cool. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs>